Hello and welcome to Game and Chat, the Virtual Game Boys podcast. And today the world has gone to shit. What's happened, Lee? We're using two crappy mics. Well, I was talking about uh, Senor Trump, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, worse than that, our mics are broken. <laughs> so we're using a headset and a rock band microphone, and the show must go on because you know we really need to try and keep these regular. Yeah. <laughs> And other than our mic problems, Donald Trump just got made president. You yeah. think he'll be a good president? Mm, probably not. I think he's going to be a great president. Oh, good. I'm staying positive. I mean, I really don't know anything about US politics. I know that he seems like a bit of a dickhead, but I'm going to try and keep a positive mind and uh, wish him all the best. Yeah. Because what does a Trump mean in the UK, Lee? That is a, a rather hilarious noise from the bottom. So how can you not love President Fart? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, last time we were here, we started a feature that we're going to carry out every week called NX Watch. And then Nintendo announced the NX. Yeah, so that's the end of that. <laughs> ruined that feature pretty quickly. And I think you guessed it was going to get announced sometime in November. And I guessed... I think I said 20th of October yeah, or something like that. And I think, or I think I said 25th and it was the 20th. I know it's quite close. Yeah, you were very, very close. But Either not way, co- Not close won. enough. Well, yeah, that that's true. So we don't have a punishment for uh, you getting it wrong. Thankfully. Or a prize for me getting it right. But if you do have suggestions for how you'd like to see Lee punished for his insolence <laughs> in guessing <laughs> Nintendo's dates, then do let us know on Twitter. And what did you think? How did the switch make you feel? I'm I'm into it. I'm into that idea. It switched me on. Oh, and switch turned you right on. It did. <laughs> I think for me, it's the idea of the fact that it's going to be one console to play your portable games like Pokemon and your big games like Zelda. No more like oh, Pokemon only exists on a handheld. It'll be on every. It'll be your TV game. It'll be a proper RPG, which is. Something I've been saying for ages. That I'd love that to become. I think everyone has yeah. that, haven't they? We've said it before that we'd like to to see it get more of a home console release. So now stuff like that's going to happen. But overall, yeah, I like the idea. I, I mean, I'll buy it anyway. It's Nintendo, and their stuff's pretty much a hundred percent my favorite sort of games. So it always picks up the hate as well. Well, of course, being it does. Nintendo. I saw day day one. I think article saying. Here's why they fucked up by a website called VG24, something like that, saying, oh, the reasons it's going to fail. Yeah. Or the, oh, the reason they're ass backwards, I think, was the actual quote. And it, and it People just, saying, why did Nintendo keep giving us what we're not asking for? Yeah. Uh, what do people want? <laughs> because I find it really tough to try and work out what people want Nintendo to make. Because, what, just another PS4, Xbox One console? Because we have two of those. Yeah. We don't need a Nintendo one of those. So I'm happy for this. I think it looks like a nice middle ground between power and something novel. Something fun yeah. is the word. Plus it looks like it's got Splatoon on it, so I'm in. Yeah, Mario Kart. Yep, new Mario game. And Skyrim. And very sexy people playing these games in lush apartments. And on top of <laughs> building blocks. Which, <laughs> which unfortunately are lacking in the UK. But once we get those switches, that's our life. <laughs> We're going to be living those lives. We're going to be top of rooftops having parties <laughs> we'll be going under under uh, a bypass and playing some basketball then whew, a little tired from all that basketball you know what we should do have a splatoon tournament no play some switch basketball <laughs> oh. 
and then have a Splatoon And then tournament. we'll go to the Nintendo World Championships and have an eSports <laughs> Splatoon Championship. And then we're going to win. That's that's our lives now. Yeah. So uh, there's no, really no point talking about this too much because, as per tradition, we're hitting our stride pretty late. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you haven't seen the trailer, it's a good three minutes to watch. I'd go give it a look. I think it's quite an impressive idea. And apparently in January, we're getting a new direct with all the games and the dates and the price. That should be interesting. NX Watch just got continued. Let's guess the price. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Seeing as you lost, I'm going to let you go first with the price. Right. So the Wii U, when that came out, was that 180 No, that was the Wii. The Wii U is 350 Was it really? Okay, oh, that was the, did you get the Zombie U pack? I can't remember. I got whatever the first thing. I got the premium pack with you, didn't I? The yeah. midnight launch. Yeah, the, yeah, that was three hundred and fifty really? <laughs> we just went straight out there and slapped it down. Why don't I remember that? <laughs> and yeah, we're the people who sat scoffing at the price of an Xbox One. <laughs> I'm not paying that for an Xbox. You know, buy a Wii U though if it's ten games. <laughs> whatever it ended up with. Oh man, that's. Oh. So that's the power Nintendo have over us. <laughs> it's kind of tragic. <laughs> oh, I'm, the podcast should just end there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm stumped. Where do you go from there? Three fifty for a Wii U. <laughs> right. Let's look at the last two Nintendo machines that got released. It's the Wii U and the Nintendo 3DS, right? Yeah. Both came out high price. The 3DS got a price drop, did it not? Almost immediately. That's why I've got all those Ambassador games. Did you? Oh no, you waited for the Zelda version, didn't you? Yeah. But. Then the Wii U came out, and that never right. The Wii U's never had a price drop though. It's all it's still quite pricey. I think it's still about three hundred pounds. Is I, it? I'm sure they're like. I think if you get the white one, they're now a bit cheaper. But the black one, I don't think ever dropped in price. Like I think the Splatoon bundle's two nine nine. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh-huh. But that didn't sell well either. So surely they're not going to make the same mistake twice. That's where I'm going with my price guess, but I'm going to let you guess first. Right. Well, I had a preliminary preliminary guess. Okay. Which you laughed at. Oh, no. So I'm not going to go for that. I said less than 200, and you were like, no fucking way. See, I don't want to give away my guess here. I think that could happen. It's apparently like a modified version of the NVIDIA Shield, right? It's that sort of chipset. That launched at 180 quid. I know this has got more to it than that, but technology's moved on a bit. Yeah. So, it, I mean, there's a chance it could hit 200 quid. Well, I well, I thought one, but then when you told me the Wii U was 350 and all that sort of stuff, I'd, I'm going to up it 50. And we're talking base price console here. We're not saying like the with a game. It's the base machine. Base machine on its own, which you probably won't be able to buy from game because they'll only sell it with 10 games in a bundle. And you'll have to pay 50 quid to try it. <laughs> <laughs> for those who aren't listening from the uk the biggest video game retailer in the uk game has decided to start charging people to try the playstation vr not to mention the fact that they recently made the news that um, swapping vr headsets can swap eye herpes <laughs> 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 so i think of all the sweaty chuds you see in uh, a lot of video game shops i mean we've both worked in video game retail yeah. we've met an awful lot of sweaty people and it it is a stereotype, but by God, that stereotype is right. There are a lot of very sweaty boys who come in to play video games at a video game shop. I mean, we were two of those sweaty boys. We still are. <laughs> but now we look down on other people like horrible dickheads. 
Oh, okay, give me your price then. Right, price 249. You dick, that was my price. Nine, nine. All right, well, there's no point me guessing a price. I might as well go higher or lower because you've guessed the price I was going to guess. Well, I was going to go 19999 under 200. But I was a bit skeptical when you when you laughed at my price. I, see, I was thinking two fifty. Two fifty is my sweet spot. I thought you said three hundred. No, no, the thing is, three hundred, I'd still buy it, but I I don't think they'd go three hundred. Uh, well, the sensible option wouldn't be to release it. At, oh, sorry, it's knocked the mic into my mouth. <laughs> Tasty mic. Mm, these headsets are good. Uh, okay, I don't know whether to say higher or lower than that. Well, if that was going to be your guess, then... No, no, it's fine. If that's your guess, I'm happy with it. Well, mine was initially lower, so if you go with one, one, 250, I'll say lower. So right, I've got one. At 225. I was just right. <laughs> <laughs> Pick your price! Well, which do you want? I, I'm happy with either, because I was going to go for 200 right, initially. Well, but... Right, you know, I'm going to go 229.99. Okay, 230. 230. 230 quids. Well, no, wait, Brexit, 275. <laughs> 275. No, I was thinking Plus two, VAT. 230 quid. That's my Switch guess. I mean, I'm buying one regardless. If it comes out at 400 pounds, I'll find a way. <laughs> I'll sell some stuff. I'll sell I, a kidney. I will get that machine. I don't want your kidneys for the Scorpio. <laughs> I'm not sure I need a Scorpio. <laughs> Come on. So what, are you sticking 250? Uh, or do you want to drop back to 200? Come on. I'm going to go with 200. Really? Yeah, back down to the original guess. 19999. All right. And I'll go 22999. Okay. So for a bonus prize, <laughs> bonus prize, not price, is Mario a launch game? Yes. Yes. I think so too. And Zelda. Yeah, it's How long be. has it been now since Nintendo launched with Mario? They didn't it the do Wii? it with the Wii. No, they didn't do it with the Wii. The Wii U launched with new Super Mario Bros. U, but does that count? Because it's not really a new Mario game. It's just another 2D side-scroller, yeah. wasn't it? It's a follow-on from <clears> the <throat> DS ones, wasn't it? Yeah, so. they haven't done a 3D Mario launch game since Mario 64. No, what? Even GameCube? Yeah, Sunshine wasn't launched. It was Luigi's Mansion. Oh, Nintendo, what are you doing? <laughs> well, that's a question a lot of people have been <laughs> asking. Uh, okay, I think we're pretty good then. Yep. Mario launch, both both think yes. So if we're wrong there, we're both getting some sort of punishment. And two hundred pounds for you. Yeah, two thirty for me. Two hundred of my English pound notes. Off, off the subject of the bets of what we think it would cost. What would be too high for you? At two. what price would you go? Nah. <laughs> uh, well, how much is PS4 Pro? 350. 350. I'd probably say anywhere around there. 350, 400. But you bought a Wii U at 350. <laughs> I, know, I, I can't believe that was 350. It came with a game though, didn't it? Zombie U. Yeah. That's such a cheap game now as well, but back then it wasn't. <laughs> Poor man's left for dead. Hey, I like Zombie U. All right, let's move on. There's nothing else to say on the Switch. So why don't you tell me what you've been playing? Well, there's the Nintendo Watch. We need. Um, have we already asked for punishments? We we have asked, but uh, nothing has come through. So if anyone has either a way to celebrate my delicious victory over Lee in the guessing the date, send it in. Or a punishment for Lee, send it in. And if you've got them for our price war, then send those in too. Yeah. And uh, we will make sure they're executed to the fullest. And if we don't hear from anyone, I've got a punishment. 
You're setting your own punishment. Well, it's uh, it can be your celebration and my punishment. Go Just on. get a bottle of champagne. <laughs> you get to pop the cork into my ass. <laughs> and then you get to enjoy the champagne afterwards. Wait, do I have to drink the champagne from your ass or do I get to drink it from the bottle? Well, that's your choice. It's oh, a tough choice. <laughs> I'll have to think about that. That's assuming I win. What if you win? Like, oh, I mean, well, for the one that's already oh, done. Oh, right. What about the price war? We could just carry on. Just more champagne. Just more champagne. <laughs> what if you win the prize war? Are you going to drink it from my ass or just drink it out of the bowl? I'll drink it from your gooch. <laughs> and I hope I win. <laughs> no, I hope you win. Then you drink it from my <laughs> gooch. Oh, yeah, this podcast took a downhill spiral quickly. How far are we in? 12 minutes? <laughs> Everyone's gone? <laughs> All right, let's get off yeah. this subject and start talking about what you've been playing. So, come on, Lee. I have been playing uh, the Skyrim remaster. Right. I need to ask some questions about this. So, you give me your overall chat about it, and then I'll ask you some questions. Uh, overall chat? Uh, well, it's an old game remade. So, if you enjoyed Skyrim, the original, mm. but if you didn't like uh, the frame rate it ran at or its instabilities... Have they actually... That was my question. Have they really fixed that? They really, well, I say they really have. The day after I spoke to you when you asked me that, yeah, it totally glitched. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it on. I tried to draw my bow to shoot someone. Yeah. And then as I drew it, it went to like one frame per second oh, God. and nearly crashed. But then it caught up with itself and fi- it was fine. So I'm guessing it was just a texture hadn't loaded or something had, had like stuck in it. But it's never done it since. That's the only frame drop. Everywhere else, it's crisp, it's smooth, it's beautiful. Because I think I said this on the podcast last time. <laughs> I just don't understand why there's not an option on that game to play it as it looked on the PS3, but 60 frames a second throughout. Like, no drops, just because I'm not even a stickler for frame rates, I don't care. But that's the game where it sometimes ran at 10. <laughs> so, I mean, just the option for consistency, it's, that's all I'm asking. Yeah, it does. It does um, cope better. Okay. With clutter, it's apparently better at handling multiple, um, whatever you call them, characters oh, like okay. on screen. Like when the last time, if you had a battle and things kept dying and they stacked up, and you had all that physics of things floating around on the ground, it tend to crawl. Yeah, and eventually things just on. give up on itself. Now it can like you just have dead bodies everywhere, and it just doesn't bat an eyelid. That's pretty good. So it's a lot better, and graphically, it's nowhere near what it is on PC. Really? I would have well, thought they'd gone... no, I mean, not the PC version of the game. I yeah. mean, what the modders have... Oh, okay, sure. So if you've got a PC that's high spec, get and you like Skyrim, get it on PC, get the mods, and use their version, because it's, it's, it's borderline realistic, what they've done with it. Nice. But you do need, like, probably dual G- GeForce GTX 9 million thousand or whatever we're on now. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> Right, so <coughs> what I wanted to ask is, how does it compare to Fallout? Because Fallout was obviously a new, well, I say a new game engine, but it was just an expanded version of their old game engine. But Skyrim is like a, a generation ago. So how does it compare? Does it feel old to play now? Or have they put it all on the uh, Fallout engine? Or It feels, it, well, it feels exactly like the old Skyrim, the controls, however yeah. it looks. Excuse me. <laughs> it looks, dare I say, better than Fallout. Really? Because 
all the screenshots I saw, it looks like it have lovely lighting and stuff that, like that. I think that's what sets it apart. It's got that extra, is it the God particles they called them or whatever the hell yeah, they are? Yeah, that rings a bell. So whatever that's, whatever they've added to it, it's got something that Fallout doesn't. Right, okay. So Fallout, I don't know, I'm envisioning it in my head, like Fallout's got very sharp lighting, whereas Skyrim yeah. has very textured lighting and it, it bl- seems to blend through things and glows things up more. Oh, okay, it's like more bloom effects yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, so, okay, I never finished Skyrim because all these big RPGs, I get about a third of the way through, then give up. Is it worth revisiting or? Um, well. Because I, right, I, I had it pre-ordered and then I saw that Switch trailer that showed it and then I cancelled my pre-order. Yeah. And I know Bethesda have said, oh, we can't confirm or deny if it's on the Switch. It's obviously on the Switch. <laughs> so I'm kind of holding out because I think as a launch game for Switch, that would be an amazing game to have portable. Mm. I think like uh, that might help me actually get through it if it wasn't for the fact that you know I'm having to wait for a, a sort of session where I can go, oh, well, I'll play a game for a few hours and not be concerned about taking up the television for a long time. I could just sit anywhere and play a bit of Skyrim. Then maybe I'd get through it. So, yeah, I'm still going to hold out till about March and see what's happening. Yeah. You recommend it then? <clears throat> I give it a recommend. If you played Good. it at launch and it's you've not played it since then, it's nice to revisit it. Obviously, yeah, I don't think got, I have. It's got multiple choices mm-hmm. for character class. You know, I'm doing it as a mage again. I did it as a mage last time, but I'm trying to widen my horizon. I was just mage last time. All I do is sneak around with a bow and arrow. That's all I ever do in that game. I, I don't want the magic. I don't want the swords. I want a really high-powered bow and arrow, and I just want to sneak around, pinning people to walls. Mage. You've got to become a mage. You, be- you become so powerful. You get to a point where, when you've done the Mage's Guild, and you've got all your, your master um, master mage robes on, yeah. your magic just regenerates in like a split second, so you can just keep constantly battering things. <laughs> So every time you could like dual cast fireball, fire it at a dragon, and it's like half its health gone in one hit. Oh man! See, so you just become unstoppable. The dragons used to kick the shit out of me. They were a thing to avoid. Oh, they're so at the start when you're a mage, they're so hard because all you've got is like flames and one little shitty fireball, which yeah. does no damage at all. <laughs> right. But by as long as you you train and stick with it, you do become very powerful, which I'm sure you probably do with all the other classes. It's just yeah. I've never played as them. I stealth I find too hard. Right, as I, soon as one person sees you, then everyone else in the dungeon starts coming after you anyway. So I saw Charlotte playing it very stealthy. And it got to the point where she could just crouch and be stood in front of someone <laughs> and they wouldn't see her. It was ridiculous. And that almost ruined the stealth side of it for me because all I could think of was, I can't believe it anymore. <laughs> I, you'd no longer feel like some cool sneaky ninja sneaking in places just like yeah magically invisible you can't see me it's the assassin's creed effect it's well it's the blending in right? you're obviously different from all those <laughs> other monks you blended in with because you've got red on your robes they don't that guy sat on the bench in the assassin's outfit you don't think it's him do you <laughs> <laughs> i know he's got his head down so he, he seems innocent but that, that pile of hay over there someone just jumped <laughs> in that should we go and look in it no no that won't be him no that won't be him at all if, if it is him, he will have broken his back. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing, actually, I had with... Uh, you played Last of Us. Yeah. You finished it. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. It, it doesn't matter that you finished it anyway. Um, did, you, is... did you see the screenshot I posted of Last of Us? This is probably <laughs> going to be referencing what you're going about. Go on. Um, I managed to 
at one point in the game where you have to be really stealthy. Some guards come running in through all these broken buildings. Yeah. So I ran behind a desk, which is like a normal PC desk. Yeah. The drawer was open. I glitched, well, jumped into the drawer, <laughs> and the guy just walked right past me and around me. I'm sat in a drawer. Like, my feet are in it. The rest of my body's out. <laughs> I but do I remember was, this. I was hidden, and the guy was just walking around. Like, oh, there's no one here. And off he went. Now, the thing for me that used to break it was um, Ellie. So I'd be hidden somewhere and she'd be fucking running around like an idiot. And no one would notice her. It's like, surely you can see this 12-year-old girl just dicking about. Uh, not that I want them to shoot her because that would make it harder on me to play the game. I would hate getting a game over because the AI fucked up. But it kind of took the immersion away when it's Ellie running around in a circle and I'm hiding in a bush somewhere going, don't see me, don't see me, don't see me. And, and then, oh, and then you'll be walking down a corridor and there'll be clickers and she's trying to learn how to whistle. Like, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else to say on Skyrim? Um, I guess, I've not tried mods. That's that's the new big thing. Oh, yeah, you should definitely check that out. Um, apparently mods are limited to one gig. On the PS4, on PS4 which and is it's, odd. And it's only moddable with in-game items. What? So you can't have I like... I think. That's weird. Whereas you... the Xbox version, you can download anything that's been modded into it and use mm. it. So you can have Thomas, the, the dank engine, <laughs> rolling and run around. run around as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas in the PS4 version, I, I believe you're stuck to just the in-game textures and things. That's crappy. You think they'd just allow anything. like? And why limit it to one gig? Yeah, that's odd. That seems like, you know, it wasn't going to happen at one point, wasn't it? Though, yeah. Yeah. It feels like maybe it shouldn't. <laughs> it's just gone, yeah, I think it won't it's, happen. It's probably Bethesda going, well, if you're not going to give us mods, then the Skyrim Special Edition is going to be Xbox One exclusive. Yeah, so I've got a feeling it was just their way of working out of like Sony saying, well, you can mod within your own stuff in the game, but you can't add stuff in. Uh, that seems a bit dumb. I think, well, correct me if I'm wrong. Give us a tweet if they've changed that, but I'm sure that's what I read. It's very limited on PS4. But Fair again, enough. if you're interested in modding, get the PC version. It's far yeah. better mods on there. So I think as well, I'd be interested to see how it runs on Xbox One because we're getting to a weird stage now where most games that are on both consoles run better on the PlayStation. But Xbox is now able to do more interesting things. Like The mm. modding scene is obviously much better on Xbox. So it's getting to the point where it's even harder to decide which version to pick up. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh, speaking of Xbox. Oh, yeah? There's a new Dash inbound, I believe. Really? What are they changing? Uh, the whole UI. Again? The whole thing? Yeah. I read, when did I read it? Yesterday or today on my dinner? That apparently, if you're in the preview program, yeah. they are now rolling out the preview program to everyone. Oh, cool. So everyone can opt in. So even though I've sent you those thousands of invites <laughs> that it's never given you. I can opt in anyway. That's but good. if you get the invite in, you get to test... Um, what was it? You get you you do get an extra level of insider, so you get to test. I think new, higher up versions of what the things are, but everyone now can opt in and see the new dashes before they come out. That makes sense. I think it, as long as you're willing to accept that you're gonna be trying things that aren't finished and may mm. not work perfectly, then everyone should be able to do it. There's no reason why not. So a new Dash inbound, which Lovely. has uh, been one of my joke E3 predictions for years. <laughs> new Dash. Because the Dash is rubbish. Well, how do you feel now that Nintendo have taken away your uh, yearly classic <laughs> Nintendo prediction of 3D on both screens? Now there's only one screen. No, no, no. There's one screen on the Switch. Yeah. There's another one. 
Spanish. Yeah, but you can't use them in conjunction. Oh, but we don't know that. We do know that. No, we don't. They've already, they've already said there's no dual screen play to the Switch. Yeah, that's because they're going to go, whoa, 3D on both screens. Boom. <laughs> right. If they do that, I will just suck your balls dry <laughs> <laughs> for a full day. Still going to come. Because. <laughs> so, so will you. Hey, oh, I, I will. I will, Steve. <laughs> 3D TV, 3D on the Switch, 3D on both screens. There is no way the Switch is 3D. <laughs> right, let's move along. <laughs> We've got off Skyrim already and we're starting talking about 3D and balls. <laughs> okay, so I've been playing, contrary to what I would normally play, I've been playing Call of Duty, Infinite mm. Warfare, which... And for our American listeners, Call of Duty. Or COD. 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 Call of Duty. New, you played the new COD? That's probably an awful accent, but feel free to do a British accent back at us. We'd love it. <laughs> uh, okay, so Infinite Warfare is Call of Duty in space, which seems to have divided... No, it hasn't divided people. It's just angered people. <laughs> Most people, if they like Call of Duty, hate the decision to go to space. Yeah. And I think I told you earlier, but I will, I'll mention it here now because it, it, it bears mentioning. I was in local retailer that makes you charge for VR demos game today five pound for 15 minutes lovely no five pound for five minutes <laughs> oh, or 15, 15 pounds pound for, for 15 minutes 15 minutes which isn't a saving no <laughs> so why do they advertise that anyway uh, i was in there and two people were stood at the xbox section talking about games and one of them was just saying Oh, don't bother with that new Call of Duty, mate. It's uh, all in space. It's stupid, isn't it? Call of Duty used to be realistic. Well, one, Call of Duty was never realistic. Call of Duty was always Michael Bay realism. <laughs> lots of explosions. I mean, well, certainly since Modern Warfare, it became a big bombastic shooter. So I don't think anyone would ever say it was a realistic game. And they were talking about that, and then they said, like, oh, I'm going to play uh, Battlefield. That looks good. And I can see that if they want the realistic sort of side of things, yeah, Battlefield does look good. However, then they went on to say, tell you what game I can't get off. Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> I was like, the fuck's it? So you like space shooters? <laughs> and his mate replied with, I've just finished that Gears of War 4. Right. You like stupid shit. Yeah. You like space shit. You will like Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. <laughs> it is a stupid space shooter. It just, it's exactly what you think. It plays just like Call of Duty, but it's in space. That's fine. Isn't the one that all the Call of Duty fans call for being remade? Isn't that modern warfare? Yes. Which again is totally not realistic because it's modern warfare. It's like futuristic warfare. Modern warfare, the first one was just it was just sort of set now, so it wasn't over the top. It, the first modern warfare is kind of. Did they get more modern though? Yeah. yeah. By modern and, warfare three's ending, spoilers, you're in armored mech suits climbing up this building. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's been kind of going that way for some time but yeah this one's just i don't know i'm having a good time with it it's fun it's got a, a zombies mode for the first time for infinity ward i believe i may be wrong there but it's usually the other team that do the zombies stuff the guys that do black ops and stuff like that so there's two call of duty teams too many teams and call of duty is in it's too many games <laughs> <laughs> but the new zombie mode is all set in the 80s it has david hasselhoff in it so, you know, that's worth the price of admission. I think the thing we're forgetting, though, is we we get David Hasselhoff because we are close. To, well, you're in your 30s. I'm close to my 30s. Yeah. People that play Call of Duty aren't even close to their 13s. 
So they won't know who David Hasselhoff is. <laughs> These guys who were in a, who were in a game were probably around our age. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. They weren't little kids, which is surprising because when I've played online, there's been a fair few little kids. For that 18-rated game. Yeah, I've just been muting them. <laughs> and getting slaughtered by them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 I'm going to be down with the kids here. What was your KD ratio? Oh, shite. Oh. <laughs> I've probably get killed four or five times for every kill I do. <laughs> but that makes those kills all the more sweet. Because not only is it like satisfying for me, like, yes, I finally killed someone. It's also like, yes, how long can I hold it? You got killed by someone. Shit. <laughs> you got killed by me. <laughs> and then you get killed again. Uh, no, teabagging yeah, them. no teabagging. No time for that. Call of Duty is very fast. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Call of Duty is kind of like quake in this sort of the online mode is just stupidly quick you can wall run in this one now i don't know if that's become a staple thing in call of duty because i'm out of the loop but you can double jump you can <laughs> wall run it's ridiculous Wait, is this in space or just on the ground um double the, jump you are on the ground but it is all futuristic stuff i think you have a jetpack oh, so. right, okay. and the wall running thing i don't know how that works but <laughs> you can do that in the single player you have a grenade that stops gravity Oh. So that's good. That's not in the multiplayer, though, as far as I can tell. But if you use that in space, does it make gravity? Oh, that's a good question. I've, I've not had it in space. Or does it lessen gravity even more? <laughs> How do you lessen gravity more than none? <laughs> like a vacuum? Uh, I'll get back to you after. I'll send Einstein a tweet. <laughs> well, good luck getting through to him. Especially on Twitter. Right, if you're following Einstein on Twitter, if I've got some bad news, that's not him. <laughs> That's like that Bill Murray account that everyone follows. It's not him. <laughs> Brian Cox, then. <laughs> Brian Cox. Brian Cox. <laughs> I'll tweet that guy. Uh, anyway, that's enough about Call of Duty. You already know if you hate it, because you're probably one of the thousands of people saying that it shouldn't have come out. But if you want a nice, fun shooter, and if you don't mind Call of Duty gameplay, because it hasn't changed, it's just in space, then... <laughs> It's a good laugh. I'm having an all right time with it. Um, I got the version that came with the remake of Modern Warfare as well, because that's like probably my favourite Call of Duty game. Um, you know, not enough that I would boycott a space one, <laughs> but it is a good game, and um, I'm looking forward to playing that again. But I haven't played that yet, so maybe I can talk about that on the next podcast when mm. it's totally irrelevant, as yeah. per tradition. <laughs> all right, let's move on. And uh, I think you were going to tell us about the new Animal Crossing update. Oh, yeah. Because that's kind of... What- Two, two years after it came out they've just gone here's some new stuff yeah and we're on we're on the bandwagon with that one that's only a couple of days ago hey call of duty's new as well i mean that's assuming we get this podcast out in a good time i mean <laughs> if you're hearing this and it's mid-december then <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> so go on let's uh have a have a little chin wag about animal crossing. animal crossing well first of all nintendo's presentation of said update <laughs> was the best thing I've ever what seen. What was going on? Was that the director? I assume that's someone from the Animal Crossing team. It must be. He just looked like such a lovely guy. <laughs> Dressed as a 70s hippie in a caravan <laughs> at a campfire. With a man in a very tight spandex KK slider costume. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I was worried that when uh, Mr. Iwata left us, rest his soul that we'd lose this wacky nintendo <laughs> but my god no, no it's back with a vengeance <laughs> that was the, I, so if you haven't seen it 
Go and have a look at it. If, yeah. you're, if you like Nintendo and you, you've never played Animal Crossing, just watch that video to see how wacky Nintendo really are. I spent the first five minutes thinking, and I mean this in a negative way, thinking, fucking hell, surely they're not doing the whole thing like this. But then I was just sold on it. <laughs> it all just clicked. I was like, I hope they do every presentation like this. <laughs> so what have they added? It's mainly Amiibo stuff, Yeah, right? it's most, mostly Amiibo stuff. But so we've if, both got quite a few Amiibos. Yeah. So if you don't have Amiibo cards, you probably don't like uh, Animal Crossing. So it's going to be of no... Because <laughs> the Amiibo cards are only Animal Crossing. Yeah, only, yeah. But it uses <clears throat> other Amiibo too, right? You can. It's, I haven't even tried it properly yet, but you can use the Marios and the Splatoons and the stuff. Zelda with ones as well. Yeah, you can have Wolf Link as a neighbor. Yeah. I want that a lot. That sounds excellent. So the guy in the presentation is obviously acting out the, the the character the new character they've added at a campsite yes so this gets added into your game either at the left or the right hand side depending on which map you've got yeah mine's in the bottom left so yeah so whichever wherever your island is if it's set to the left or the right hand side of the screen you get a ramp going off yeah. the side took me a while to find it mm. so that takes you off to this new campsite where this lovely little chap forget <laughs> his name yeah, I can't remember either, but I just remember it was a lovely Asian man in a hippie costume <laughs> in the advert. But is, is he a dog? Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, so he sits by this campfire. Um, Sometimes playing maracas. Oh, I've not seen him play maracas. Oh, yeah. Have you danced by the fire? I have. I have danced <laughs> by the fire. Slept in the hammock? I have slept in the hammock. Uh-huh. That's about as much as I did, and then I was very tired and went to bed. <laughs> you had a little sleep yourself. Yeah, exactly. So you can um, you get you earn, is it cat points cat, meow, meow tokens meow tokens and you use the cat machine the to cat catch machine them in. i can't remember what they actually stand for but it's uh isn't it mutual exchange of wares or something like that something it's a new type of currency so yeah. if bells aren't hard enough to save up <laughs> now you've got to get meow tokens yeah so you get meow tokens you get some given at the start just to t- try it out there's there's extra content added that you can only get at this campsite you know what i really liked about the meow tokens and it's something that i thought i've always said they never should do this of animal crossing but i really liked it simply because it's been out so long that it makes sense they added a game to animal crossing they basically are now your day-to-day functions you have a reason to go do them other than just for the sake of it and it makes sense like you you've had that game two years now so you've probably grown bored of just doing like gonna go chop down some trees stuff like the first like few months of animal crossing you love doing that sort of stuff, but it gets repetitive over time. It does for us. Most other people tend to just go back to the year one, save up loads of bells, and then go to the year 9,999. No, that's not how you play Animal Crossing. <laughs> and that's how whenever you street pass all these people, they've got massive mansions with everything unlocked. I'm just pointing out there that if you cheat Animal Crossing, you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's the one game you don't have to cheat at. There is no way to lose Animal Crossing. <laughs> Just play it how it's supposed to be played. Yeah, just enjoy it. I mean, we I've been not played it so much recently, but you do get a lot of gratification from saving up mass amounts of millions of bells and then going and paying off a mortgage. Mm. Yeah, totally. I mean, I've not even expanded my house fully in that game. Oh, I think I've got three expansions left. See, I think I've done three expansions and then just spent <laughs> my time fishing and filling up the museum. I love that game. It's so good. There better be a Switch Animal Crossing. There's got to be, right? Surely. Launch. Then, then Animal Crossing's <laughs> back on your telly. This is why I really like the Switch. Mm. All these games that... 
I mean, I love the 3DS because it's got such great games like Luigi's Mansion 2 and Animal Crossing and Pokemon. But they're the sort of games I want on my TV. And now that Nintendo have no choice <laughs> but to put them on my TV, I'm really happy about this. That's going to be great. Animal Crossing is such a good game. So, so yeah. So the Meow tokens. Yes. You now get daily and weekly, I think it is. Yeah, tasks. that's right. So you get two daily tasks, which will be, say, shake a tree or catch a fish or catch this type of fish or do this yeah and or get a hairdo it's like the general animal crossing stuff isn't it but now with rewards mm. and then your weekly ones obviously tend to be a bit harder to get because they're there for a week not just a quick daily one that's right yeah but you get more tokens for them yeah that's right so you earn your tokens by doing everything you would normally you go to the the new campsite you can buy new items but more importantly if you've got a new 3DS or an old 3DS with the Amiibo reader... Yeah, the little circle thing. You can scan any Animal Crossing card... Yes. ...as well as a new batch they're doing, which has every character from the old Animal Crossing series yeah, that isn't I in the this. new one. There's also, and I don't know if they mentioned it in the Direct, but there's also um, a Sanrio pack of cards. Yes, oh, they did do it. Yeah, it was in the Direct, so you can get Hello Kitty. But what's great about that is the pack is £5... But it's every you only get six cards, but that's the full set. Mm. So you don't have to collect them; you just get them. So I need to order order that. So the amiibos, you can now call in people rather mm-hmm. than having to wait randomly for Street Pass to get someone. You can just call them, and which then is nice. Ask them to stay. I'm really I'm really liking that idea. Again, sensible this long into the game's life that they go, okay, well let's make these things easier now if people are still playing it. Mm. And I think that some of the, the thing they said in the direct is you can now have. An entire village full of cats, an Which entire village full of dogs. You <laughs> yeah. know, you're not just randomly. You don't have to accept randomly who you get. Yeah, you you've got a way of kind of all your favorite characters. I th- I hope this is the way Nintendo do things going forward. Like uh, these evergreen games that they sell forever, full price, like Mario Kart, and yeah, you, know, you get one per system, right? You get Mario Kart on the Wii U. You get. Um, Smash Brothers on the Wii U. Support those games for a mass period of time, like Animal Crossing. Like just at the point that everyone thought, you know, that's never getting any more DLC. Like they they wait an extra year on top of that and then go, oh no, it is. Here's a load of new stuff. I I never saw this coming. I just hope it's something they stick with. It's just a nice surprise compared to, you know, most modern games now coming with a forty pound season pass that lasts you for the next two or three months. This is just a really generous freebie right let's let's compare that there so let's say um the witcher 3 had a 40 pound season pass fallout 4 had a 40 pound season pass yep batman had a a 40 pound season pass call of duty's got a 40 pound season pass yeah however mario kart 8 that was 10 pounds for the season pass mario kart 8 and it got you everything imagine that 10 pounds and that game was fucking brilliant as it was. <laughs> I mean, it's still got a shitey battle mode. So there but... <laughs> was, it added four extra trophies. Yeah, yeah, four new cups. So if that was any other console in any other company, that'd be £10 a trophy. Yeah, totally. Quid. And it added loads of new characters. Yeah. It added 200cc. That was free, in fact. You didn't even have to pay for that. Man, Nintendo came late to the game with DLC, but they, but they got it, it right. right. It felt like, yeah... Mario Kart 8, when that game came out, if it had had no DLC, no one would have complained, other than the shitey battle mode, that that game wasn't finished. It felt like a big, complete package. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh yeah, we're doing DLC. 
they fucking just nailed it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, so proper DLC. Like, it didn't feel like it was missing from the game. It didn't feel like if you didn't buy it, you were missing out. It genuinely felt like, oh, if you want more, we're making more. Uh, that's definitely the way they've got to do it going forward. It's Splatoon again had awesome DLC. Oh and yeah, it and it was free. all free, and it lasted. Like, I remember when the the reviews for Splatoon came out, and everyone was re- like, kind of worried about the amount of content in the game, and they were all like, "Oh, Nintendo's promised there'll be more, but we don't know what it's going to be like." And it just kept coming, new maps, new modes. Mm. It just like constant, and then they stopped the Splatfests, and now I've never played it again. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that, well, not annoyed me, but was a bit repetitive about Splatoon is if you're playing it for a, a an hour or two session, yeah, having the same two courses flick between, yeah, you know, it was I, a bit annoying. I you actually could sometimes look, get the same course five times in a row. Yeah, I like the idea of that. I like the fact that you can go and kind of it stops you hoarding one specific map. And it means you get good at the maps because yeah. it's like right, you can only play these, but maybe shorten the time they're in there for. So. Instead of it must have been about an hour, was it or so something before yeah, they cycled? However long it refreshed, it was too long. It should have been like ten minutes or twenty minutes, and then they cycled because, yeah, then you wouldn't mind so much because if you came midway through, you know, and it was only ten minutes to go, then you'd be fine. Mm. But yeah, having to wait <clears throat> an hour, half an hour for a new map uh, was pretty sucky. But overall, Splatoon was amazing, so I find it hard to critique it because that's that's the only criticism of it, I think. The rest of it, it was an ace shooter. Yeah, really cool. Again, came out of nowhere. No one expected Splatoon to do anything and it was really good fun. But we're off topic here. Animal Crossing. So where do we get? Amiibo. Amiibo. So yes. You can, you can now bring in Amiibo. So if you didn't have Animal Crossing already, do you think this is enough to bring people in? Because I noticed they've re-released the game physically. Yeah, you can buy the it again. Amiibo pack. I don't know. I guess I get that because not everyone's got the internet right, so I guess that's got everything in it. Mm. But for me, I mean, the free update has certainly brought me back into the game. Like, I booted up Animal Crossing again for the first time in months, and it's just been nice to go back and have a new set of content. So I kind of hope that this does bring a few new people in. Maybe it's just that thing of stopping it feel old. Like yeah. if Because if you went into the shop and you saw Animal Crossing and it's still £35, it feels a little cheeky two years down the line to go, well, that's an old game. But the fact that you can go and it's now had this fresh coat of paint and they've added loads of stuff to it, it kind of takes the edge off that, that yeah. you know, you're paying full price for this uh, older game. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see it. I hope they do more of it. The other feature that I nearly forgot about oh? is if you've played Happy Home Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have a save data on your SD card or on um, the act- if you own the actual cartridge, not the download content version, yeah. you can link your save file. Yeah, see, I've already got rid of Happy Home Designer, so I don't think I can do this. <laughs> so you got it as a cartridge. I had it as yeah, a cartridge. You put the I cartridge in to load your save. Uh, so it loads your save, and then you get Lottie. Um, oh, yeah. She hangs out in Tom Nook's home design shop. Yeah. So you can go and speak to her and pull in things that were only specific to Happy Home Academy, That's like really the cool. giant furniture. That's good. And the other thing it adds, which I've not tried yet, is the genius level editor i don't think you need happy home designer for that i think that's just been brought in you know so you can drag things yeah, around and rearrange that makes stuff editing your house so much easier well for me that made my decision to get rid of happy home designer better because that was the thing i really liked about happy home designer was that oh you can design your stuff properly and this is like well now it's full animal crossing and you've got yeah. this <clears throat> so yeah i was happy to see that come across so that was a welcome a very welcome feature 
I think what else it added? It added a puzzle game, which I've not found Oh, yet. yeah. Um, you need to go... Oh, Charlotte got this. Because you need to buy a 3DS in the game to oh, get it. Oh, okay. And you need to buy a Wii U to get the other game. There's two games. I can't remember what they are, but I know it's um, Puzzle League is the DS one. And that's a, like a classic Nintendo puzzle game, which, again, it's free. Yeah. Just I love the fact they've put so much into it. Also adds a camera mode. Yes. So you can put your villager and several four your villager and four other village um, animals into the camera. Yes. And move them about and position them and take funny pictures. I'm never going to use it though because no. the Nintendo 3DS camera is shite. I actually said watching the presentation they were using like a full HD. Yeah, it looked a lot better. And it was crisp and beautiful. And I said, no way does the 3DS camera look like that. It doesn't. No. But there is an Animal Crossing app coming out, so almost certainly that's going to be part of it. You're going to be able to do that. Ah, well, there you go. That's where that'll come into its own. Right, is there anything else to touch on with Animal Crossing, or is it just... Uh, what else did they add? Or is that it? Oh, the genie in the lamp. Oh, Wisp. Wisp. Yeah, what does he do? don't know. <laughs> right, let's move on then. <laughs> I can't remember. What does he... I've not got him yet. Yeah, he I was. Think you, you pick up a lamp randomly oh, he, in your village. You can then... get him to summon people. You use him to you scan your got... amiibo cards. Oh, he's the amiibo. He's the right. amiibo reader. That's there you so go. So it's the same thing, but yeah, it's a nice spooky little ghost man. Yeah, wasn't he in the previous version? He was in the GameCube Game... one. I've never played that one. Oh, sometimes you'd go to bed at night and he'd just be in your bedroom. It's a spooky little ghost, <laughs> and you could talk to him and he'd he'd like reward you with stuff like um, plucking the weeds and stuff because that was before they put the sloth guy in it. Leaf. Leaf, yeah, as before he was in it. Yeah, he was good. I liked Wisp. It's good to see him back. And whilst we're on Nintendo, I'm going to quickly touch on uh, what I promised I'd play last podcast, uh, which was Paper Mario Color Splash for the Wii U. And it's lovely. It's a lovely little, uh, I'd say RPG, but it's kind of half RPG, half platformer with nice little adventure game elements to it. It's good fun. It's got a weird battle system that doesn't really get going for some time but when it clicks it gets really good and it's very very funny um it's weird because you don't you don't think nintendo are these guys that write good comedy scripts because a lot of their protagonists are silent and a lot of their characters you know never have anything to say but the scripts they write for these games always make me laugh a lot and this was no exception and i don't want to ruin any of it because i think most of the joy of this game is discovering it and seeing all the cool stuff. They've really gone out of their way to make the paper stuff really sort of uh, a big part of the game this time. So I think uh, if you're a bit disappointed by Sticker Star, which was the 3DS one, which I didn't like so much, I was worried at first that this felt a little bit like it, but it quickly shakes that and becomes its own thing. And I think it's very easy to recommend if you like your Paper Mario games. And that's all I've got to say. Mm. I've only ever played one Paper Mario. Which one? The Wii one. Oh, Super Paper Mario. Yeah. That one's good. It's not a traditional one, though. That's more of a platformer, right? Whereas traditionally, they're more like a, a, an RPG. But yeah, I really liked the Wii one. Mm. I think it was good fun. But yeah, this I'd say this is better. Mm. I think this is... Uh, the GameCube one's probably still my favourite, the Thousand Year Door. But this is probably maybe second. It's really good. Right, you want to rumble us through your humbles? Oh, yeah. So, unfortunately, both of us missed the last humble. <laughs> so, the, we, uh, the game development. We software. promised we were going to make a game, so. That's not happening. That's not happening. <laughs> uh, God. Let's get up the humble. So, this time round, 
and we've got 12 days remaining. So as long as we get this up in the next day or so, you, you've got a good chance of getting this one on well, our recommendation. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> There's still chance that we'll get it up on time. Um, so you've got... Well, so if you're a lucky Linux user... <laughs> lucky Linux user. You get a whole three games out of this bundle. Uh, three, six, seven. Three out of seven you get. Crikey. If you're like us... <laughs> what a, Mac owners... I'm trying to think of a nice adjective that begins with M. Lovely Linux and Mac. Marvelous Max. <laughs> <laughs> marvelous Max. If you're a marvelous Mac user. Ooh, Mighty Max. Ooh, Mighty Max. <laughs> if you like us. If you're Mighty Max like us. Uh, you get. God, that sounds so rubbish. Let's never say that again. <laughs> you get three out of seven games again. However, wow. if you're a wonderful Windows person... Whoa! A perky PC gamer. Ooh. Uh, see, there were several other adjectives I could use there, <laughs> but I wasn't going to go there. You get all seven, because Windows As get always, because Windows get everything, and us Mac chumps are left <laughs> in the dust <laughs> with our laptops that don't have USB ports. <laughs> or laptops that have USB ports too close together. <laughs> Um, so this humble bundle this time round is the Unreal Engine bundle. And are you going to rumble through this humble? Or are you... uh, I might do. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you're going to. That sounded like well, a lie. <laughs> normally, it's the, the top, <coughs> me. top tier is fifteen dollars. This time round, it's ten. Okay. So is that because it's shite? Maybe. <laughs> or is it because it's cheap? So I mean, it's got some dangerous golf for a dollar. I mean, that's. So the one dollar tier, which yeah, it's sorry, currently, I've just ruined that. Go on. Which is currently estimating at eighty-one pence for us Brits. It's a stonking bargain. Um, you get Killing Floor, Dangerous Golf, and Shadow Complex like, remastered. Shadow Complex is really good. Dangerous Golf is really good, and Killing Floor I think is supposed to be good, but I've never played it. So mm, I've not I played I that. I'd like to try it. So Dangerous Golf is for your Windows only. But if you've got Windows, which you do, <laughs> because no one has a Mac, um, Dangerous Golf is worth a dollar. If, yeah, if you totally. don't want to pay 81 pence for Dangerous Golf, then there's something wrong with you. It's the best golf game ever made. I mean, we paid, was it 15, 16? I don't regret on the PS4? it. I don't regret that one bit. Awesome. I'd love to see these guys bring a new burnout back. Well, just bringing the mic closer there. There's a rumor, there's a little rumor that they're doing F0. You heard it here first. Oh, yeah. Inside acknowledge. I've said that now. <laughs> so, I mean, even if I say what I'm about to say, which is true, by the way, we don't know shit. <laughs> if that turns out to be true, it'll look like we knew what we we're talking about. So I'm going to say it again. If that turns out to be true, I'll let you pop a champagne cork <laughs> into each of my balls. You heard it here first. <laughs> just a load of wispy noise. <laughs> you heard it here first. Right, there we go. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, still getting used to these used to these new mics, <laughs> which we will sort out, dear listeners. I promise we will get the quality back. If it, it, well, this might sound all right. That didn't. No, I right. could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Windows get Dangerous Golf. Windows get Killing Floor. Windows get Shadow... Well, I don't need to say that. Windows get everything. Everything's on Windows. If you're on a Mac, you don't get Dangerous Golf. Shit off. And if you're on a Linux, you don't get Dangerous Golf. Fuck that. Uh, you expect me to pay 81 pence for just Killing Floor and Shadow Complex? 
I mean, that's still quite good, really. Yeah. It's like 40p a game. So, no matter what system you're on, a dollar for killing floor on Linux can't go wrong. So, either either, for, either platform. Yeah, right. You say that. Neither of us have played killing floor. But for a dollar. Yeah, it looks all right. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. You've sold it to me. So there we go. Oh, you're watching a trailer. I am. I've just realized it's coming out of the headset, so I hope it's not <laughs> getting recorded. All right, forget that. Carry on. Uh, so next tier is a weird tier. Why is it four? Oh, it's the average. It's $4.10 at the moment. Okay. So for $4, you can get The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. It's supposed to be good. Adrift. Sorry. Adrift One Foot. Oh, Adrift One Foot. Yeah, that one. I dropped. And also the Mean Greens, Plastic Warfare. See, I get it. They're like the little plastic soldier men. Mm. But when I hear Mean Greens, for some reason I expect them to be peas. I, I actually <laughs> thought, ho, 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 green giant. <laughs> I wish. Or the Poddington peas. Oh, see, that's what I mean. The green, the green means. <laughs> So, Call of Jute P. Oh! <laughs> oh. Uh, Battle P. Yield. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. It's not quite as good. I mean, the first one wasn't very good. <laughs> so that's not about peas. What does it look like? Uh, I'm guessing it's just Toy Soldier. Let's have a look. So I've turned it. Oh, it looks quite good. Oh, it looks like toys it on the looks, Dreamcast. Yeah, it wasn't called uh, Toy toys. Commando. That's the, that's the film with Robin Williams. Toy Commando. This looks great. Is this Mac compatible? Uh, it is. Oh, yes. Let's get this. So we need to pay £3.32 so, and we could play this toy game. You're hearing it live. We're watching a trailer. It's got Christmas have, level. We're both blown away. <laughs> oh, this looks great. So the, the game we took the piss out of. <laughs> I mean, I, I can forgive the lack of peace. <gasps> Bathtub. Yes, this looks great. Happy octopus. This might be as good as Who's Your Daddy? <laughs> our second favourite game on Steam, because what's our favourite? There's a poop in your soup. <laughs> Damn right. Oh, there's a foosball table level. This looks great. Oh, yes. Well, I'm, I'm sold. I'm buying that. So there you go. That's I'd my... buy that for $4.11. Oh, in a freezer. So, uh, <laughs> right, people can't see what we're seeing, so it just sounds mental. Oh, in a freezer. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, pause it, go on YouTube, look at the trailer for Mean Green's Plastic Warfare. It does look genuinely ace. And then look at the pod and peas. <laughs> see what you're missing. <laughs> so for $4.10, <clears throat> Mac users and Linux users only get... Arguably now the best game. <laughs> the best game there. The Mean Greens, Plastic Warfare. And uh, the other two are just for Windows. The Adrawanft and the Vanishing of Ethan. <laughs> Adrawanft. Yeah, but who cares about those when you could be playing the Mean Greens? Uh, Dr. Say, Robotnik's Mean Green Machines. Ooh. I have to say, though, Adrift, I did want to try when I saw a trailer. But then when I... It looked like a really good survival sort of game in space but then when i saw it was vr it it made me think is it just a tech demo for vr uh i'll see that's my problem with most vr games right now i love the tech we've both played it now mm. both played playstation vr both I'm pretty blown, much sold on the idea blown away by it i just need the games now like i love the little experiences but unless they're coming out every week for about two pound fifty i need more because currently those experiences are still quite pricey like it's 15 pound for a game that lasts an hour or so and unless you're going to be giving me those every week, you, I mean, you wouldn't play through a lot of those multiple times. I want, I want something chunky, delicious. Mm. 
but the only game I played that was chunky made me feel sick. <laughs> so I don't know where I sit yet. I, I, I'm somewhere in the middle. I like the tech. I like the idea. It mm. doesn't sit well with me. So The only thing I don't like about it is the price. Well, yeah. It's like that. 460 quid to get the full set. Well, this is the thing. I mean, we're both saying earlier that well, if the Switch is £350, fuck that. And yet we both think, oh, VR. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. So what's the final one? The culling. So top tier, $10, which is £8 currently. This seems mad to me that it's on Linux, but not Mac. Windows and Linux? Yeah. But no Mac. That doesn't make sense. That makes me angry. It, it, why? Like, no offense to any Linux users out there. But Linux is such a small user base comparatively, surely. I mean, maybe I'm totally wrong. I mean, feel free to tweet us from your Linux-based computer <laughs> and tell us how wrong we are. But I was under the assumption that Linux was less popular than Mac. Mm. I mean, maybe we are just out of touch. It's it's entirely possible. <laughs> I, know, I mean, it's likely. <laughs> and, uh, again, correct as if we're wrong, but I'm sure Linux is... Um, is that not what Pis use? Well, oh, like Raspberry yeah. Pi. I think it is a version of it, yeah. I don't know what I'm sure you can install Windows and everything, but I'm I'm sure I've read that they're like Linux based operating systems run perfectly well with them. I mean I just want the mean greens. I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you here. I don't care about any of the shit in that bundle. Well, I mean Dangerous Golf is good, but it's not Mac compatible, <laughs> so it's all about the mean greens. So we're sold on mean greens. I mean I'm paying three pounds thirty two for that, definitely. Mm. And I mean well, we got... don't need to go top tier. They're not saying they're adding anything else to this. Oh yeah. It normally says more Fuck coming the soon. Tier. So this one, I'm going mid tier. I'm going three pound thirty two, yeah. and I'm getting me a mean green. Oh, it's gone up since we said it was four dollars ten. It's now four eleven. That's because people are getting in, getting in on the mean. So we better get in there quick. Inflation, it's getting, it's rising. <laughs> it's rising. You think it had dropped because of the Trump Trump bomb <laughs> that's just gone off? Well, the Trump bomb's kind of cancelling out the Brexit because the dollar's gone down. So the pound has gone up. Only but, against the dollar, though. Yeah, exactly. It just means both <laughs> our economies are in the toilet. So Americans, we feel your pain. We've already been there. And if anything, it's made us realize that not only our country fucks up. <laughs> yeah. Every other country Everyone else too. can do it. Okay. Um, I think we've rumbled through those humbles. There's, there's, there's other bundles, do we mention? Um, I, I got an email from Humble about this said bundle. How's it sound? Which I was a bit... Not that one. It's the Block Jam Bundle. I don't know what to make of it. Okay, so it's all Minecrafty stuff, right? Mojang well, are in. Well, you, you'd think that, but it's not. What is it? It's, it's all for charity. Yeah. And from what I read, every developer that they get on board is making a game for charity, and you get that game for donating to this bundle. Right, okay. So, so currently, <laughs> they've got Mojang, which is why it's plastered with Minecraft yeah. logos. G- Grapefruit. Ludosity, is it? Yeah. Ludacity? Ox Eye and Microsoft Studios. So they're the studios that are in, but there's no info. It's like. All it says is watch developers make games yeah. and pay what you want. Do you get the games or do you just look at the games? I was very confused by this bundle. <laughs> I mean, I Again, like the idea. It's for charity. I don't mind. Yeah, but exactly. It's, what am I. What? Like, Surely I, you don't get the games because you could just go, I'll give them a penny. You, you know? can with any bundle. Oh, yeah. Wait, could you. Not if you're on the mean greens. No, yeah, not if you're on mean greens. <laughs> if you're on the mean greens, you got to pay the dollar. <laughs> £3.32. So, yeah, that's a bit of an odd bundle. I'm trying to log into Steam to see how much the mean greens normally is, but I don't know my password. Um, and then the other, well, while you're doing that then, the other bundle they've got at the moment, which has five days left, 
is the the well-known oh, website. For sake, sorry, not you. The well-known <laughs> website, Lifehacker. Okay. They've collaborated with Humboldt to do a, a Lifehacker software bundle, which I think is just if you're into PC security and internet wariness, it's just some, like the be- the pick of the pr- crop. I mean, you're into all that sort of shit. You used to have about a thousand pieces of software you need well, to go through to access one password. Well, no, I actually have one piece of software. I say that as I can't remember my Steam account <laughs> password and I'm having to get... So there you go. One of the things in said bundle is LastPass. What's that, dude? So you sign up to LastPass with one password. Yeah. You then That then securely locks all passwords for your other accounts which don't have to be of your making, you can randomly generate a 24-string character uh, password, which can be characters, letters, symbols, numbers, uppercase, lowercase, anything, and it's just all gibberish, but you don't have to remember it. The, soft, the last pass remembers it for you. So you can have ultra-secure ultra passwords for Facebook, Twitter, your banking, anything, and know they're locked away securely in LastPass, and only you can access them. That's quite good. So you only ever need to remember the one password to get into that. But you could just do what I've done and just get them to send you a text. Or you could do that, yeah. <laughs> Which has taken me less <laughs> side than it's taken you to explain that last pass thing. And so, I'm back in. So there's that. It's just a whole host of internet security stuff. And there's multiple display fusion, multiple monitors made easy, but I thought that was just plug two monitors into a computer and you got two monitors. Well, probably not with PC, right? Because nothing's no, easy. No, I've got dual PC monitors at work really yeah you just put one in put the other one in boom there you go <laughs> well maybe they're just selling you like a a word doc that tells you <laughs> that plug one in plug the other in boom <laughs> done so what else have we got i don't know it, it to me it doesn't sound like it's my cup of tea but i guess it doesn't sound so exciting that one does yeah, it i mean your average mum or dad maybe internet user yeah because i know my stepdad could probably use a lot of this because when the adverts click up saying oh your account's been hacked click here to reset your password does he do it yeah <laughs> get he gets i keep telling him not to get you know he gets spooked and all oh, this and, and then there's a million trojan horses on there that you've got to sort out later so i guess that's who this is maybe aimed at yeah but what if this is just all junk as well <laughs> so okay. there you go so there's your humbles. Oh, by the way, in the the block jam <coughs> developer bundle, you've got one day left, I think. How long how long have we got left in the mean green bundle? Mean green bundle. Well, it's just announced, so you've got twelve days. Well, it's normally seven pounds, but it has received mixed reviews. So fuck the mean greens. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to give it a go. Mean greens looks fun. I'm, mm. I'm up for that. I just say mostly positive. Yeah, I think it's just recent reviews. Maybe everyone's upset that it's so cheap and they can't handle it. It does look great, though. It does look really good. Yeah, I'll give that a go. What is that? It's a big shark. <laughs> right, let's move along, because we're obviously distracted. We're looking at the mean green still. So, um, questions for the podcast. I believe we've only had one question this week. Remember, if you have any questions for us, do get in touch on Twitter. It's just at Virtual Game Boys. And it doesn't have to be about gaming. It can be about... Films. Films. Politics. That's problems with recently. your love life. Yeah. We'll sort it all out. Your old Agni Uncle Stevie and Lee will get on that. We'll make it all better. And uh, you can send the questions at any point. We will uh, we'll backlog them for the next podcasts. Yeah, so, exactly. So if so, you're listening to this in a week's time and feel like sending us one straight away. Yeah, don't we'll, wait for us. Just send us questions whenever. We'll keep them all on file. I mean, if you 
if you want us to answer them there and then on Twitter, maybe we will. So if you want them in the podcast, maybe hashtag, hashtag podcast, podcast yeah. and we'll give it a go. Okay, so uh, Aaron at Sonic Tonic has asked us, do you think by Nintendo keeping the 3DS going that the Switch won't get the full support it needs in order to be successful? Uh, no, I think the 3DS will only get a token gesture for games from now on. I think we'll see hardly anything on 3DS now. Even though it's more portable than the Switch? Because I can fit a 3DS in my pocket. Yeah, but do you? How often do you put a 3DS in your pocket? Not very often. How often do you shove it in a bag? Quite often. Yeah. (laughs) But the screens are enclosed. That is true. The Switch isn't. I just don't see it happening. I mean, the 3DS is very old now. I mean, the tech on that thing is really ancient. And it doesn't have 3D on both screens. It only has it on one screen, yeah. which is, you know, a write-off as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Now, I love the 3DS. I think it's one of my favorite consoles ever in terms of just great software for it. It's kept going. It had a pretty shaky start, but it's done really well. But Pokemon feels like the last hurrah. We'll get in uh, Mario Maker, which we've already had on the Wii U. Again, Yoshi's Uli World, Uli World, which we've already had on the Wii U. And then we're getting some sort of 2D Pikmin, which... I haven't really seen much of yet, but it's not a proper Pikmin. It feels like maybe a small team is making this. Looks good, though. It looks lovely. Did, did I mean, it get slated? It's not been reviewed much or anything yet. Well, did it not get, oh, where's our proper Pikmin, Nintendo? Oh, probably. You know what people are like. But it looks nice. I thought it looked good. I will pick that up. But I just think they'll probably do Pikmin 4 for the Switch. Yeah. You know, it's, <clears> it's that sort of thing. I can't see them going, well, we might as well keep the 3DS going. Because the Switch, I mean... You're it's put, gonna take over. Yeah, at some it's point. got to. I mean, it's much more powerful, and I think most Nintendo fans will end up with one. So if you've got a 3DS already, I mean, how long would it take you to go and get a Switch? If they went, oh yeah, or Pokemon, whatever the name of it is for the next one, is only on Switch. Pokemon Mars and Jupiter. Well, there you go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so. When you're playing those two new Pokemon games in uh, 2022, that's when they come out, (laughs) (laughs) um, and they're only on Switch, then Pokemon fans will have to buy a Switch. So why would they support the 3DS when they can basically force people to switch over, so Mm. to speak? And they will do that. So 3DS is going to come to an end? I think 3DS will have a nice year next year, and then it will be put in the bin. Not by me, (laughs) because I love the 3DS. But by Nintendo. They'll wash their hands of it. Yeah, and I don't think they'll do it in sort of a, a shitty way. I just think they'll wind it down. Like they have they'll to probably with the Wii still U. support it. Yeah. But I think we'll just see a slower release of games. And the bigger stuff will all be on Switch. And the fact that that's portable and a home console, I just don't see it. Ultimately, it'll come down to how well it does. If the Switch comes out and does really well, they'll fuck the 3DS off in an instant. <laughs> if the Switch comes out and has a slow start, the 3DS will carry them through. Yeah, and then they'll sort of slowly merge it across to the Switch. Going back to what we said earlier, though, about Nintendo saying that the Switch won't have dual screen. Yes. Forgetting 3D on both screens. Yes. Surely it's going to have to support the TV and the Switch for backwards compatibility, should you want to play Wii U games. It has a tiny cartridge slot. So I don't think you can put your Wii U games in it. No, like you download them in the virtual console. (laughs) No, you'll buy them again. But you'd need two screens Mm, to play Wii U stuff. You know, I just doubt it's going to be backwards compatible. And then I was going to follow on to, surely they'd then bring in, if they were going to phase out the 3DS, why not have all your 3DS games 
on your on your Switch. You know what? They could do that. I don't think the Wii U stuff will happen. I just, I mean, even if it's quite a powerful machine, I don't see it being powerful enough to emulate Wii U. I mean, I don't think a PS4 could emulate Wii U. I mean, did you see the videos of that N64 emulator on Xbox? It ran like shit. They're not optimized to run other stuff well. Um, you know, I mean, the fact they've got 360 games running on the Xbox One is because they basically make the Xbox One think it's a 360. It's a very weird, complex process. I don't think that will happen with the Wii U. It's a totally different chipset. It's all mobile-based. However, with the Joy-Cons being removable, you know, the little half controllers, mm. and having four buttons on each and a analog stick on each, that's kind of like what you've got on a 3DS and two triggers. You could essentially have this, so you turn the screen vertical, and it looks like the two screens on a 3DS. Mm. You, know, you could split the screen down the middle and do something like that. I just don't think you'll get Wii U backwards compatibility, but you could get 3DS and DS stuff. I mean, it would only be a similar layout to the 2DS. You can't fold that in half. and That does the same thing, right? <laughs> so I think maybe you'll get handheld backwards compatibility. Mm. Or at the very least, GameCube. Oh, I'd love that. Where I- are we at now in... in uh- Virtual console. Well, we missed GameCube because the Wii U will emulate Wii, mm. but it will not do GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need GameCube back. And, you know, I just hope there's some sort of subscription service to old games. Even if it's like up to GameCube. Nintendo Monthly. Uh, oh. You heard it here first. <laughs> A lot of firsts in this episode. This podcast has been full of firsts. You spoil. <laughs> we have spoiled you, dear listeners. <laughs> And because we've spoiled you, I think it's time to say goodbye. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> so, Sonic Tonic, thank you for your question. We don't think the 3DS will get the support compared to the Switch, which is kind of the opposite of what you've asked us. <laughs> but, we you think know, it'll be phased out. Yeah, I think rather than the um, Switch suffering because of the 3DS games, I think the 3DS will suffer because of the Switch games. Lee's a bit more faithful, I think. But he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all, I'm just going off history of video games here. Every time a new console comes out, they face out the old ones, right? Yeah. And I just don't think... I mean, if the Switch does well, why would they? I mean, it would be so much easier for their teams to be making for one console. 3DS has had a good run at it, though, hasn't it? It has, and it had a shit start as well. So, you know, it's time to put it to bed in a nice little cosy bed to be woken up now and then for a game of Luigi's Mansion 2. <laughs> And also, like, the 3DS, a lot of its best games have been, like, surpassed. Like, Mario Kart 7. Who's going to play that now Mario Kart 8's out? Like, Smash Brothers for 3DS. When did you boot that up last? I remember. <laughs> as soon as the Wii U one came out, I never played it. <laughs> I think I played it with you in a queue when we were waiting to go into some gaming yeah. event. Um, but, yeah, you, no one ever goes, let's play the DS version. You play the better version. You play the the Wii U one, and that's bound to come to Switch as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Switch Smash. I'd love that. I'd also love Power Stone. Because Ooh. I'd always love Power Stone. So, have we reached the end today? I think we have. Good. We've waffled on for over an hour again. It's been a good waffle. Um, I think we've answered any questions people could have had but didn't ask. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people are holding back thinking, these guys are insightful. They'll tell me what I need to know. <laughs> they won't get overexcited about a game called Mean Greens and go <laughs> off on one. <laughs> They'll stay on topic. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. 
thanks again to all you lovely people who subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you could give us a rating and review, my God, would we send kisses your way. And we also send a Steam game your way. We will. That's right. If you leave us a good review on iTunes, five stars, nothing less here. And you can tweet us your review and prove it's you. We'll send you There's a Poop in My Suit. The best game on Steam. It's compatible with Mac and PC and probably Linux. Who knows? But you'll get that game. (laughs) It's up to you if you can play it. I think I just knocked a mic again there. And and that leads me on to say, I'm sorry if the audio quality has been shit. We we obviously haven't listened to this back yet. We're recording it. Maybe it'll be great. If it's been better than usual, let us know. Yeah. We'll probably already know because we will listen back (laughs) to it. But give us your feedback. Which did you prefer? The the old audio sound or today's audio sound? I think it'll be the old one. Uh, Who knows? In which case, that's uh, a few hundred quid for some more audio equipment. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Why did we break that cheap thing that worked? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, thanks for listening. And thanks again, Apple, for forgetting to remove us from the new and noteworthy <laughs> section. We are neither of those things, but we do appreciate it. <laughs> So please leave us your reviews, send us your questions, and... Uh, Don't forget to share the podcast to yes. your friends. If you think your friends will enjoy it, let them know. Remember, if you share this podcast on Twitter and tag us in it, maybe we'll send you a copy of <laughs> There's a Poop in My Soup. <sighs> what happens if 100 people share it? Well, we'll, we'll have to spend... £79. £79! on a shit video game i mean great video game (laughs) a great video game about shit (laughs) about pooping in a soup so until next time yeah america please stay sane it will get better i mean it might not but i'm just trying to be encouraging it might get a lot worse it certainly (laughs) did for us (laughs) we'll either come out on top and everything will be fine or we'll both go down arm in arm Cuddling. Yeah. As the uh, the nuke hits. Which is likely. <laughs> God, what a depressing year. Remember when David Bowie's death was the worst part of this year? <laughs> that, that, right now, that's just a sad thing that happened. Yeah. Fuck this year. Even Harambe is remembered more than David <laughs> Bowie. <laughs> Fucking Harambe. <laughs> I've got nothing to say. I don't know how we end this after that. Goodbye. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye.